New Thought Guy. Three, two, one. And God says, what's it going to take to make you understand? Can't you see I'm everywhere? I am everyone. And you don't have to go so far to find me. Nature tells us that life is a dance of balance and harmony. Gaining it, keeping it, adapting or changing it. Each part of the whole receives what it needs for its sustenance and also gives with its abilities and talents for the benefit of the whole. For example, the carbon dioxide we exhale feeds the trees, right? And the oxygen that they release sustains not only human life, but most life on this planet. We are all interconnected. We are interdependent. And yet, each of us are independent, like nature, connected with nature, connected with God, the divine spirit in order to discover, embody, be, have, do, and flourish in nature's work. Nature teaches us so many things. For example, all good things do not require money, nature teaches us, and, and bigger is not necessarily better. Plautus said the day, water, sun, moon, night, I do not have to purchase these things with money. Nature is freedom. Nature is free. You ever look at a snowflake close up? How delicate and small it is and yet very powerful and unique. Just as powerful as the highest sequoia that you could find. Nature also teaches us that we're not only able to heal ourselves after a storm or wind or rain or fire like nature does, but that all living things around it and in it get healed. Bad times, bad weather rolls in and rolls out in the life of nature and in the life of humans. And yet in due course with perseverance, nature and each of us, continues to reign, continues to live, continues to grow. Silence and patience is something nature reminds us of. It's powerful, it's wise. Mother Teresa once said, God is the friend of the silence. Trees, flowers, grass grow in silence. See the stars, moon and sun how they move in silence. Nature is our muse. It is an endless source of inspiration. Beauty exists within, nature reminds us. Claude Monet wrote, the richness I achieve comes from nature, the source of my inspiration. And if you haven't seen a Monet or a picture of a Monet, 
do so and see what it is he's talking about, how nature is our muse, not only artistically, but um, experientially. We must carry those things with us. We must carry those ideas with us and allow nature to remind us of our original programming, our natural programming, not what was taught, but what was our birthright, what is our birthright. Nature reminds us that what authenticates that thing called spirit, God, the power and presence of the divine, whatever you call it, is indeed nature itself. Nature lives this idea naturally all the time. You, me, the planets, the planets, well, the planets too, but you, me, plants, uh, minerals, we're all natural. We're all born organic. All these qualities that are found in nature is found in each and every one of us by this intelligent design, whatever you want to call it. How it started from that little tiny moment of the Big Bang, of this energy, this frequency that spread out and created. We are free because of this to use these qualities I talked about to make a quality life as we choose, as you and I choose to make it. So then what is nurtured? The title of my talk is Nature or Nurture? Which do you? Which do you do? Nature or nurture? So what is nurtured then? Actually, a better question is, what have we allowed to be nurtured? What if we allowed to be nurtured in life? You know, everything that happens in the baby's environment or in our environment when we were babies goes directly into our subconscious mind. All the attitudes that we hear and, and witness, all the phobias that we see and that we witness and hear about, all of that stuff, good, bad, or indifferent, they all go into our subconscious to create our belief system. Now, because of perception, choice, imagination, memory, intuition, reason, that nurturing, whether it was positive or negative, can be changed, can be adapted, can be totally lost if we so desire. Quantum mechanics experiments, they, they, they've proved that reality is what you choose it to be. I'm not going to go into the experiment and how they worked that out, but there have been many experiments that have proved by witnessing protons that reality is what you choose it to be. And choice is probably the greatest gift that we have been given by the universe. Choice. You and I are thermostats for our thinking, our reactions, our perceptions, our attitude, our responses. And we have the power to nurture the nature or the learned. And that thermostat that is within us brings us back. Because as without changing our beliefs, without changing our consistent thoughts, that thermostat that is there in our subconscious brings us back here. I'll get back to that in a minute. We don't want to we don't want to have to find it by going to the top of the mountain or the bottom of the ocean. We don't find it there. Well, you may find it there. 
But you don't have to find it there. You don't have to go there. Where you have to go is doing the inner work. You have to go into yourself and do the inner work. When we don't, we nurture the habits of lack and limitation or whatever we have learned, whatever, whatever they look like in our, in our lives. And we sometimes start missing or ignoring the red flags or we start blaming things on other people or our age or our history or all of that. Whereas it's actually learned habits that has become prevalent in our subconscious that our internal thermostat keeps bringing us back to unless we do the inner work. But not treating, by not, by not treating your mind and heart to empower, empowering ideas, you keep your self-image where it is. No matter who or what put it there, that doesn't matter. That really doesn't matter. That is a witch hunt that is relatively useless to look into. I'm not saying that it's completely superfluous, but relatively it is to look into that, to go on the witch hunt. Sometimes we do so that we can see and then move it out of our lives. Self-image is why diets usually don't work because our self-image, our internal thermostat, always brings us back to that idea of who we are pre-diet. Or children's grades or children's attitudes, they don't improve or they may improve, but they'll do so temporarily until that self-image has been changed, until that self-image um, has been nurtured back to the natural. We have to nurture the nature. We have to stop looking for answers where they are not. We have to stop asking the questions that are not optimal or that do not pertain to what is going on. Using our imagination and feelings to experience the change in mind. That's where the power is. When we use our imagination, when we use our feelings, when we come from all places, the head, the heart, the gut, we start to adjust the vibration, adjust the paradigm that's going on in our subconscious, adjust the habits that do not serve us any longer, and thus resulting in a greater self-image, optimizing the questions we ask. And great questions are a great um, tool to have. And thus, and thus the actions we take become optimized and the thinking we start to have becomes optimized. It is said, if you can live without caffeine, if you can be cheerful, ignoring aches and pains, if you can resist complaining, if you can understand when your loved ones are too busy to give you any time, if you can take criticism and blame without resentment, if you can ignore a friend's limited education and never correct him or her. If you can resist treating a rich friend better than a poor friend. If you can face the world without lies and deceit. If you can conquer tension without medical help. If you can relax without liquor. If you can sleep without the aid of drugs. 
if you can honestly say that deep in your heart, you have no prejudice against creed, color, religion, gender, politics, etc., etc. If all of those things are in your subconscious and thus in your conscious mind and in your experiences and your attitudes and your opinions and your perspectives and your perceptions of life, then you have almost reached the same level of spiritual development as your dog. As your dog. Dog doesn't concern itself with all those things. Our self-image and thus our beliefs and thus our thoughts and thus our actions, you see, are a cybernetic instrument, an automated control system. And as you nurture the idea of love and peace and prosperity in your subconscious and your beliefs over and over and over again, repetition, remember, leads to habit. It frees you to explore what nature teaches. Practice, practice, practice. That's how you get to Carnegie Hall. Repetition, repetition, repetition. That's how you get to step into your most magnificent life. Nurture your natural powers. What is it you want? What is it you want to be like? Like, what is it you want to be like? Can you see that? Can you imagine that? Can you feel what that experience feels like? Think it. Write it out, especially. Write out, I am so happy and grateful now that... Dot, dot, dot. As you get in touch of those feelings of being that, write it out. I heard this week somebody said, write it out 50 times by hand, no typing, by hand, that, that most pure connection between body, mind, and spirit, writing it. I am so happy and grateful now that I XXYZ dot dot dot. Get emotionally involved with it. You will change your belief. You will change your self-image. You will change your paradigm. And then, of course, your results. Principle, God, the universe, the spiritual laws are not bound by precedent. You don't have to worry about your history, what you believed before, what you were taught before. It doesn't matter, matter whether you feel like or whether it is in your DNA or taught or somehow accepted in your life. You can change it. You have the power. It may take some work. It may take some time. And you may be saying right now, Jay, I've heard this before. Yes, I know. I've said it before. And I'll say it again over and over and over again as many times as I can think of and in as many ways I can think of until we all get it and use it, including me. Until this repetition of hearing will lead us all to the being and doing. And me doing this will either inspire you or piss you off into working these ideas. Or it may start um, to offend you in some way, so you don't do the work, but then you start seeing the negative results from not doing the work. And then after joining the pity party or the gut grudge gathering, you, you'll, you'll, you'll do that. You'll be a part of that until you get sick of that. 
Or maybe you'll go climbing to that top of the mountain or swimming to the bottom of that sea to find the answers. And then when you do, you'll remember this talk or something you read or something you heard, bringing you the idea and the knowledge and the beingness and the information and the intuition that you were born to be happy, you were born to succeed, you were born to prosper, you were born to love and be loved. You may not have been nurtured in your upbringing to do that or be that. Many have not. But how you were brought up and the junk ideas you may have learned can be unlearned. In the book Psycho-Cybernetics, Maxwell Maltz wrote, within you right now is the power to do things you never dreamed possible. This power becomes available to you just as you change your beliefs. Let me close by saying that we are authentic when we use our true selves, our natural selves, when we nurture the wisdom of nature and that of the dog. As the song said, as Laura Coyle wrote so beautifully, and God says, why do you people think you need to climb so many mountains, swim so many oceans? When you are here with us, Today, listening to what I'm saying, watching to what I'm saying, you're nurturing your nature. When you do the affirmative incantations, you're nurturing your nature. When you read, listen to truth talks or books or podcasts or lecture, lectures, you're nurturing your nature. When you consistently work on your spiritual practice, whatever that is, you are nurturing your nature. Get out in nature and nurture your nature. This is not about nature over nurture or nature versus nurture. It's nature and nurture. So nurture your nature, my friends, and upgrade your knowledge, your wisdom, your self-image, your imagination into a fabulous, succulent, prosperous, bold, brave, and vibrant life. I know you can. You have the power. You are the power. Thank you so much. Namaste.